0: In this episode of the Mortgage Marketing Podcast, we're going to be looking at 14 things that mortgage brokers, mortgage professionals should not do, okay, and they shouldn't do it on Instagram. Obviously, um, some of this stuff will transfer over to other platforms as well, but realistically, this is about Instagram and saying what you shouldn't do. These are 14 things that if you do these, you could hinder your growth, and also some of the stuff that we talk about in this is actually spoken about and taught by some industry professionals, which... It's quite concerning for me. I find it quite worrying that some people are actually teaching this, but hey, if you watch this, then hopefully you'll be able to navigate and not do fall down those traps. So let's run the intro, and get into the show.
1: You're listening to the Mortgage Marketing Podcast with Ash Borland, the show that helps mortgage brokers create impact and income by mastering content marketing. Let's Let's dive dive straight straight into into it. it.
0: So the very first thing that I want to talk about is don't use an awkward username on your Instagram handle. It's really important. Don't use anything that can be hard to understand. So for example, for me, my name is Ash Borland. That is my username, at Ash Borland. If you have something that's complex, let's say your business name it should just be either your business name or your name. Try and avoid as many dots or anything like that as you possibly can. So anything where, you know, like dots or dashes or anything like that. Try to avoid it as much as possible and try to avoid numbers. The reason why is that numbers and dots and dashes can be confused when talking. So if I said ash borland 101, what that could mean is, is that 101 the numbers? Is it 101 written? If I said ash dot borland, then is that ash dot like a dot borland or is that ash dot borland as in one long word? I know it sounds silly and we'll go, yeah, that's ridiculous. Don't be, people won't fall for that. They will. Do not leave anything up for chance. So an awkward username, anything like triple X, blah, blah, blah. Keep that out. Try and keep it very clear, either your name, a business name or what you do. Keep it very clear, very simple and avoid as many dashes, dots and numbers as you possibly can. The next one then when it comes to things you should avoid doing and you should not do as a mortgage broker is don't set your profile to private. I've done a whole episode on this already. Private profiles is just a no-no when you're doing it on Instagram. If you set your profile to private as a mortgage broker, how do you expect to get new leads from new clients who don't know who you are? Like, that's it, really. Like, it really does. It just settles like that. I'm not going to dive too much into this. I've done so many episodes on this already. But realistically, don't do that. If you set your profile to private, what do you expect? You'll get frustrated. You've got no leads, and that's because no one can see it. It's not linked to anything. It's not linked to social. It's not linked to, it's not linked to like any form of search. Anything you create will not appear. And that is a real shame because you work really hard and that's not something that you want to lose out on. So definitely not one to do. The next one is don't be a lurker. So. Lurkers is a term that is often thrown around in the social media world. And it is this idea of somebody who's watching something, but not actually engaging or commenting. Now, sometimes, and don't get me wrong, lurkers at times is not a big problem. It's actually, you know, it's okay. A lot of your clients are going to be lurkers because they'll be watching you, but they may never actually engage in what you do. And that's fine, by the way. Nothing wrong with them being a lurker. However, you yourself don't want to be a lurker. It's not actually good activity to be involved in and it's not going to get you the best results. Lurkers are people who are usually worried about taking action and so that's why they wait for a while quietly. However, I would encourage anybody who is actively pursuing social media as part of their lead gen if you are engaging, if you like someone's content, you're enjoying it, engage, make yourself aware, because good things come to those who push themselves out there. And the the other person, let's say you are, um, you know, engaging with other people's content, you like them, if they know that you like their stuff, they might come to you for a mortgage because they go, yeah, well, I know who they are. How are they going to know you if you just lurk? That is the thing. If, If you're just there quietly and nobody knows who you are, don't be upset when no one comes to you. It's crazy, but it's very, very true. The next one is don't post without captions. So captions are subtitles, closed captions, CC, that's why you might hear that sometimes. You shouldn't post any content online, especially on Instagram, without captions. Like, absolutely not. And I'll tell you why for a number of reasons. For a number of reasons. Uh, One is obviously to be inclusive absolutely. You should be inclusive. You want to help people, you know, like make your content available to people who potentially are um, uh, hearing impaired. But the other main, the big, big, big one is most people, it's actually around 80% of people do not watch content on their phone, on their mobile with the sound on. So if you are making videos and then just got a nice title in front of it and that's it, they might know what the title is, but trust me, they, they don't know anything else. This was a sucker for me. I'm dyslexic, and I, for years, fought this off. I was like, I don't want to do this. I don't want text. All my short-form content, all my shorts and my clips from the podcast that go around and all my, on all my like kind of TikToks and Instagrams and, and Facebooks, they're all subtitled, all of them. The podcast isn't. The YouTube channel isn't. Of course, that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. But, the, but everything else is. And I really, really think if you're not doing that, you're missing a massive massive trick. So make sure that you add captions. You can do it you can do it natively in the app. It's very simple. Instagram has an app that you can do that for. But add captions. I do stuff with the script. I use that one. So there's loads of ways around doing it. Next one we have is don't overuse or misuse hashtags. Hashtags is a funny one. It's one of these things that everyone thinks hashtags is like like I have a lot of conversations with clients about hashtags and they're like I'm, um, you know, what should I do with them? Um, what's the strategy? Hashtags are becoming less and less like needed as the algorithms are getting more and more focused on keywords, which is great, by the way. So we don't want to overuse them. In other words, Instagram will give you 30 spaces, 30, you can have up to 30 um, hashtags. Just because you can have them doesn't mean you should use them. I like to stick to around five to six maximum. Three is a really good one as well. The less you have, the better. Because the whole idea of hashtags as well for, for users is, as you know, for people who are consuming that content, is to index it. If I see a post and it says hashtag mortgage marketing, if I'm not a mortgage broker, I don't want to watch that. That's exactly right. I don't want people to watch my content who are not mortgage brokers. Otherwise, it's a waste of my time and a waste of their time. I only sell a service to help mortgage brokers build their marketing online. So why do I want people watching it? So having a hashtag is more specific. That's very good. That's over. That's that's the right use. Not misusing it. Trying to bait people in. Going. Oh, content marketing. It is content marketing, but it's not. It's that's still too too massive and overusing don't do too much and don't do the wrong ones to try and bait people in massively big mistake it's, it's honestly something i really wish less and less i wish more and more people would would do it properly and not mess about with hashtags thinking they're gaming the system they're less and less useful but they do they, they, they can do more damage than they can do good if you do them wrong that's the big
1: thing if you want to go deep and get results with your marketing or you need accountability and actionable steps, then you might be ready for the Mortgage Marketing Mastery Program. This one-on-one coaching program is for brokers who are ready for the next level. If this sounds like you, then book a free discovery call now.
0: Now, the next one we have is don't ignore your followers' comments. So if people are following you or anyone is commenting on your content on Instagram, or anywhere please don't ignore them like this is hilariously funny because people will ignore their comments and then wonder why they're not getting any leads you need to make time if someone's taking the time to write a comment and engage actively engage even if it's just great post even if it's just this is cool say thank you if someone's asked a question answer the question like it sounds crazy but ignoring them that is probably big big no it's not probably it is a massive no and it's funny because I think people can't seem to understand why that's a problem. Not all, don't be wrong, like I've met so many great people in the industry who are super good at this and they understand it. But a lot of people, brokers I speak to and they're like I'm like, "Well, you made a post and then you didn't that person commented and you didn't you didn't engage. Like you didn't talk to them. Why?" And they're like, "Oh, well, you know, no, I don't really know if they're a good lead or not. That's the worst thing. Oh, I don't even know if they're serious. Serious about what? They're serious about the fact they like your video or your post. They don't have to be serious about buying your business, like buying your service now. That's the the, the thing that people can't get their head around with It's Like, mm, I'm not sure if it's worth my time. This stuff is long play. So every time you ignore somebody, and don't get me wrong, there might be things where I, I, you might miss it. I get that. That happens all the time. I miss comments all the time. I post Anywhere from like now, it's like I mean I can't even work it out how much video. Like it's if we put every single platform, it's hundreds of. It's like a hundred videos a day. It's madness. If you actually looked at like if we counted every individual platform, it's madness. If someone puts comments on TikTok, I can't pick them up. It's too much. I I post literally like thirty videos on TikTok sometimes a day. I can't pick them up. That's cool, and I'll try, but some of them slip through the net. Same with with LinkedIn, but on that, I still actively actively pursue trying to answer comments if you are getting one comment a week but you can't be asked to, to like actually respond then you deserve to fail with this you deserve to fail that you've got to change the change the narrative on that don't be ignoring people just because you think they're not a good lead right now because they'll be a good lead in the future potentially if you engage with them it takes you Literally 30 seconds to say thank you. You don't have to be like giving them a live story. Just thank you. Thank you so much for the comment. Thank you for the support. I'm glad that you found it useful. Like four or five words. It's not massive. So just think about that in a little bit more detail. Do not ignore comments. That's a big one. Don't steal other users' content. Now, this is a funny one. Don't steal other users' content is a really interesting concept because it's one of these ones that um and, and I want to point this one out quite powerful with this there's a difference between being inspired by someone's content and stealing someone's content that's very different the problem with social media right now is that people think that their idea is unique and the truth is like everything i'm saying here this has been said on hundreds of different people's podcasts on hundreds of youtube channels on hundreds of Instagrams. like there's loads of people saying the same stuff i'm saying here i did not invent any of these things i'm telling you here it's just general knowledge so if you or if someone came in and was like, Ash stole my ideas, that's a load of rubbish. That's a load of rubbish because that's not true. However, and this is a big however, the other thing you have to look at with that is there's a difference. So, so that's like and, and, and this might be inspired. Uh, this one isn't. But like it could have been inspired by a post I see or someone doing something I like. You can be inspired by stuff. You can do content modeling. If someone in your industry has done something about an interest rate and you like that piece of that content, do one yourself. That's fine. That's absolutely fine. Where stealing comes in, and stealing—I I think it's quite clear—stealing content is literally copying it, like screenshotting it, and saying it's yours. And I tell you what: when Martin Lewis, so on in the UK, if you're a US or, or like a Canadian listener or something like that, but in the UK, when Martin Lewis said, "All mortgage brokers are worth their weight in gold," somebody went out and made a post. They made a great post that said, Martin Lewis, um, you know, mortgage brokers are worth their weight in gold right now. And they made a post. They obviously did it on Canva or on Quote Creator or wherever they did it, and they made it. And they jumped on that. And I thought that was really, really good because they've actively taken trending content and put it out there. And then the thousands of brokers that screenshotted that, that post and shared it on their feed, they were the ones that copied. That was stealing. I just wanted to quickly interrupt the show. I'm actually a big fan of Instagram and some of you will know this already. So if you are not following me on Instagram yet, please do if you're a broker. Follow me, it's at ashball and drop me a direct message. Tell me that you like the show. I mean, even just screenshot this and tag me into a stories And I'll give you a shout out and I'll follow you back because I love Instagram. I love to see what you guys are up to. I love to um, share extra content on there that's not inside these podcasts. And I I do a lot on Instagram. So go and check out the Instagram there at Ash Borland. The link again is in the show notes. Now let's get back into the podcast. That photo doesn't belong to you. You didn't make it. Now I'll tell you what, it's funny because I've been ranting about this quite a lot with the Martin Lewis one was because it was like blatant copy. And so it was like, well, instantly you look completely unoriginal and all you would have had to have done is jumped on Canva and made it in your brand colors. I would have tried to spoke to Chris target about it from social brokers. You could have made it in your colors. All you would have had to have done is use Canva, create something on your own that looks good. And it would have been easy. You wouldn't have had to, that's, that's fine then, but instantly by copying, by stealing, That's a different thing. So do not steal your content. And I'll tell you why, because if you're stealing it, one, it's massively immoral and unethical, especially to the person who made it at the beginning. And secondly, it is not, you don't stand out. You will look the same as every other person. It's like using stock images. If you you look the same as everybody else, they're going to think you the same. And then you're putting yourself into a commodity-based market. That's not what you want to do. It's going to be a long episode. The next one we have, is don't use images from Google search. Now, this is a funny one um, because people don't get this get this quite confused. Now, the thing with using images, don't use images from Google search. And the reason why is that when you use images from Google search, those images, a lot of the time, are copy written. You do not own the rights to use those images. It's quite crazy the amount of creators I know and business owners, especially big creators, um, who have got in trouble for this. Is massive because you think, okay, I I'm gonna, it's on good, it's on the internet, I can use it. You can't, you don't own the rights to those images. That's why there are things like you know, Canva, that's why there are things like stock image libraries. If you want images of people, you have to go and get a royalty-free image of them. Now, work around with this. If you use, and this is where the first time in my life that Yahoo is worth its weight in gold, I can't stand Yahoo, but Yahoo! will have has settings on their search if you want to use stuff from search go on yahoo click on the drop down it'll say commercial royalty free commercial use and you can click on that and it will tell you what images can be used are they as good no they're not because there's, there's a much smaller much smaller amount but you can use them but do not just grab a google search and pull it off because it, you do not own that and it can get you in trouble and i do think think with mortgage brokers and mortgage advisors you know, like often they'll say, you know, with that, they'll go like, oh, well, you know, it's okay. I'll get around it. You're a financial services firm and regulated. You should not be doing, maybe I'll give it a go type of content. You should be doing stuff. You know, is right because you're regulated, like heavily regulated. So don't fall down this trap of a little shortcut of going, I really want that image. Don't fall down that trap. It's not worth it. It's not worth the risk. Next one is don't overdo selfies. No one likes a selfie. No one likes a selfie. Like, if I see a selfie on people's, like, no one wants it. Selfies are should be reserved to um stories on Instagram. Okay, selfies should be reserved and 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 kept for stories. Don't post selfies on your main feed because no one cares about it. There's a great quote from Ed Sheeran which I love, and he's like, give me his clip from, him and he says, "When I see someone post a selfie, I want to go." are you all right? Because there's something that for someone to pose a selfie means that they're trying to get some form of attention. Not, and he says he uses Instagram for his, for his marketing, his music, but he doesn't use it to market his life. And he said, and when I see selfies, I think, Oh, I hope they're okay. Because he said, because it's like a, an attention thing. Now it's different if you're doing it on your stories, because that's, that's what that's for. It's like, here I am. I mean, not just a selfie. I mean, it's random if you just got a selfie. <laughs> but like me in a selfie in my cold plunge, you know, getting like doing my cold plunge in the morning. Yeah, it's cool. That's part of my what I do. But that's something to be careful of. Selfies don't sell. Anyone who thinks that you're self, like, who gets told and gets taught like people buy from people and they want to see you be relatable. A selfie's not relatable. It's just your face. It's just your face. So don't do that what's relatable is maybe if you're with your kids playing, you're with your kids watching a certain program, you're in the gym with the, doing a certain exercise that other people do these things, things that are other excel, but selfies themselves, just be careful that you don't just hammer them too much because it's very, very, very much not relatable at all. And not actually good practice. Next one is don't post back to back. So posting back to back is a biggie. People get this one confused again. So Posting, you can post at a high volume on Instagram as much as you want. Now, really, once a day is probably ma is probably like I post more than once a day, but the definitely the return dwindles after once a day. That is very much the case. You know, after once a day, the return on Instagram definitely drops down. That being said, for me I have more than enough content to do that if I did if I just did once a day, I'd have a year's worth of content within a month, and it, I'd be stuck. So I don't want—I don't want to do that. But for brokers, I wouldn't recommend posting multiple, multiple times a day unless you are, you know, similar to me and have a similar problem. Um, but posting back to back is a different thing. So posting back to back is literally post one video, then post the next video, then post the next. So effectively mass uploading. Now some platforms will will will. Take that and some won't. And we're talking about Instagram in this episode and Instagram absolutely won't. If you post back to back, you'll just just hammer the reach on all of them because Instagram has to decide who they're going to show it to. So it's not a good one to have at all. So be very, very careful with that. Don't post back to back content. This is a long old episode, which is good actually because this is stuff you need to do. Next one, don't auto share. It's very negative as well. There's lots of don'ts. Don't auto share on Instagram. Every post on like, so so everyone to Facebook. Don't auto-share them all. You don't have to do that. Auto-share is great, but you want to be in control of what goes to your Facebook and what goes to your Instagram. And not all of them need to be the same at the same time. It doesn't have to be that way. So be really careful that you're not auto-sharing everything all the time because because that that can be very easy. But as much as it is a good idea to have some things that you want to share across and you want to be able to manually press that button, You don't want everything to go across because if it does, um, it might not be the stuff you want on the platforms. They might be different. As you level up your strategy, you might have a more contextually relevant strategy. and You want different things on Facebook, different things on Twitter, different things on LinkedIn, different things on Instagram. And so auto sharing from Instagram sometimes can be a bit of a problem. I love auto share, by the way, on that. I love auto share From Instagram to Facebook Stories, that is a must. If you've got face, if you've you've not linked that up, then I would definitely do that. The reason being, you can do a lot more things on Instagram Stories than you can on Facebook, and they tie through. and A lot of views come on Facebook Stories, so it's definitely worth having. That's a little side note. The next one you have here is don't follow everyone who follows you. This is important to understand because we might feel obliged that that person followed us. And and this happens. It doesn't happen on larger creators, but it does happen with business owners. If someone follows you, don't follow them back unless you really, unless you're engaged with them and you value them and you want to actually, if you like their content, if they're following you, they'll be following you because they want to learn about mortgages. If they are just Joe blogs, you don't need to follow them because you don't have potentially any interest in what they do. And that's okay. That's not mean. That's truthful. You shouldn't be following people who you don't have an interest in. The people I follow, I follow on my feed. I follow content creators who are people who are experts in their field. So I can learn from them to teach brokers. And I follow brokers. I don't really follow my friends. I don't follow uh, because that's not what I use it for. So don't feel, and, and if people follow me, I also don't follow brokers back unless if they follow me, I don't follow them back unless they start engaging. And once they start engaging, then I only follow people who actively engage or I follow clients. So you need to be, you need to be really careful with following too many people, because that's, you know, not every client, who every person who follows you is a lead. And so they'll make themselves known. That's why I say about not being a lurker, try and have a look and see if people will, will engage with you. The more people engage with you, that's the ones you want to follow. You don't have to follow every single one. And then the other thing you don't want to do is you don't, want to follow someone only to unfollow them later to try and build your viewing your following count following count doesn't matter with what you do as a broker your followers are going to be very low you know realistically like like with me i, I don't even i think i have like 1800 followers on Instagram. And I mean, that's probably my ceiling. Like I my, I'm not going to be getting 20, 30, 40,000 as a niche coaching coach and consultant for mortgage brokers on content marketing. I'm probably going to get maximum over a number of years. I might get 5,000 over many years because I understand that the followers don't matter, but I could, if I wanted to go out and, and absolutely hammer the whole thing going, yeah, I'm going to get, um, I'm going, to, I'm going to follow loads of people back, get them to follow me. That's bad practice because those people might not even be the right people. They're not the right people for my, for my business and for my service. And again, it goes back to that. So don't just go and follow a load of people to unfollow them. Follow a load of people if you want to then follow them. Absolutely. Like I, I did a bit load of following, started following a load of mortgage brokers when I first jumped into this space a while ago. And I was like, you know, I'm going to follow tons of brokers so I can get immersed in that culture. That's a very different thing. than I didn't. I never unfollow, unfollowed them after that. I just was like, yeah, okay, follow them, and that's it. Now you can, if you want to, on Instagram, and I would encourage this: prune your um your followers. So every week, just have a go through and go, okay, am I engaging with that person? Instagram will actually give you a thing that says oh, how many you know, like how many people are following, like how much you've interacted with them or not. Go through, look at them, and go. Yeah, I don't really know who they are. Unfollow. You can prune those followers. I think you should because you don't want thousands of followers because then you can't track them. You can't. You can't actually engage with them. So keep that follower number down. It's okay to unfollow them later if if they're not the type of creator that you, the person you want, or a ideal client or whatever. But don't unfollow that. Follow and unfollow for the sake of growing your your Instagram. And then the last one for this one is don't buy Instagram followers. Don't buy them at all. Now, I'm going to be open and honest about this one. Years, and I'm talking like before I was even an estate agent, like I bought followers on an old account and it was the biggest mistake I ever did. I wasn't even into social media at the time. I was like doing a little bit here and there. Um, and I think it was an estate agent actually. And I, I bought followers thinking that it would make me, because I was in an industry at the time where, um, we were looking at getting sponsorships. And so if you bought followers, you could look like you were more, more popular than you were. This literally is like pulling life support out of your business, out of your Instagram profile. It's the worst thing you can do like, because they're not even real people. And it is so obvious. And it is, I think it's playing into with, with this, with, with buying followers, you're playing into this idea that your value of your business is tied to your follow account, and it's absolutely not. And I think just ignore and avoid anything where they are telling you that you could do that. Just ignore it and avoid it. It's not worth it at all. It's a big, big mistake. Avoid it like the plague. Okay, I really do want to to stress that. So the episode takeaway from this episode of the Mortgage Marketing Podcast, like I say, is that. I really, really want you to think about Instagram, use Instagram as a mortgage broker, as a mortgage professional, but use it in the right way. And be careful when people tell you things that they think is a really good idea. Anything with the word hack or tip or, you know, like this little quick strategy, ignore it. Everything that I've gone through on this list, everything, these 14 things, and it's a long episode and it feels a little bit negative, but it's really not is all these things are very important if you get them wrong and if you do them could really damage your your instagram profile you know really could and that's the last thing i want for anybody who follows me and any broker in the industry i want to raise this industry up and bring it to, to the heights it can be that's the last thing i want is someone to be doing something that um that is damaging to their business and to the and to their efforts that they put in to make it grow so please think about that if you've enjoyed this episode be sure to subscribe and i'll see you in the next one